Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I Talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Just walk with your head up high. Don't be afraid. Just take it one step at a time. Don't give up on your dreams, no matter how small. Hi, welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is February, no, March 4th, 2014. I just felt like I disconnected myself. I hope I didn't, but it was a weird sound that happened as I lifted the the phone, so I hope everything's okay. Today we're going to talk about uh, religion and versus spirituality. Uh, AA is deemed highly religious in 25 states, so why all the uh, court ordering? And um, we're going to have Laura Tompkins is on, and a little bit about Laura. Her background, I've had her on before, is was born and raised in Las Vegas uh, to a casino family, and she holds a BA in sociology from Regis College. She holds a Master of Fine Arts from the University of Delaware's Professional Theater Training Program. And she has a Master of Arts in Addiction Studies from the Hazelton Graduate School for Addiction Studies. She also worked as a stage manager, director, and actor. She is a certified addiction specialist with a private practice in the Pacific Palisades in California. Today, I'm going to bring her on just a second, so hang in there, Laura. What I want to talk about is this whole idea that Alcoholics Anonymous, very often I heard it from a probation officer and a lawyer, well, you know, it's uh, not religious, it's spiritual. And so Ken Anderson, who runs HAMS Harm Reduction, HAMS Network, said to, the, said to me in an interview uh, with me last December in New York, it's like saying it's snowflake and not white. And I was like, wow, that's a good correlation. So I'm going to read from, not the Internet, but a Random House College Dictionary that's nice and big and fat, And it says here, religion, a set of beliefs concerning the cause, nature, and purpose of the universe when considered as the creation of a superhuman agency or agencies usually involving devotional and ritual observances and often having a moral code for the conduct of human affairs, a specific and institutionalized set of beliefs and practices genuinely agreed upon by a number of persons or sects. Uh, Okay, and then let's see, another one is a deep conviction of the validity of religious beliefs and practices to get religion, 
the life or the state of a monk is, I guess, probably a little different. And then to be religious, it says here, um, pertaining to or concerned with religion, imbued with or exhibiting religion, scrupulously faithful, conscientious, pertaining to or connected with a monastic or religious order. Well, that's certainly not AA. Um, Let's see, reverent, they're not reverent. Devout, yes, they're devout. Pious, yes, they're pious. Uh, Let's see, applying to whatever pertains to faith or worship. I guess as they worship the book, as they worship Bill W. And with that, I'm going to bring on Laura Tompkins. Hey, Laura. Hey, Monica. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great. Thank you. I'm tired, but I'm great. I, I really appreciate the definition of religion that, or religions that you just read. Excuse me, I'm eating raisins. I'm starving. Um, because I think a lot of people, you know, think, oh, religion is if it's like um, something that you should stay away from because it's somehow going to control you. Now, here, the thing about having religion in your life, it's an incredibly beautiful thing. As long as you know that there are some precepts in your religion that you can accept and some that you can't, and that's okay with everybody. And everybody, mm-hmm. you know, you, right. you, know what you're, you know what you're in, and it's a beautiful thing to people, for people to celebrate in a religion that admits it's a religion, and that's the problem. The yeah, yeah. do not admit that they are a religion. So reading all of the definitions and trying to see where they apply to the 12 steps is an interesting thing to do because for me, the answer is it lies. They lie. This religion lies and says we're spiritual, not religious, and they do it on purpose because a real religion would never do that to you. Yeah, it's so true. And so that's why, and this is in preparation for my film. This all is going to be used in my film, and the work has been done by two people. Uh, One is uh, somebody who was interviewed. She's in, uh, she has a master's, I think, in in English, and she's got a master in something else. And so uh, she pulled all of the references of God or any use of higher power or any other word that they try to hide. Uh, including higher power, and then she pulled out every, and then you know quoted it, and then rechecked it. So in case any attorney, so if you're listening to this, and you've gotten into any trouble with the law, and you want to fight back with saying that this is a religion, and you will not be, cannot be sent there, um, this will be available to you. You could listen to this, and once the film gets released, I will post this on as a PDF onto the internet, where people can just uh, take it to their lawyer or take it to anybody to prove. Then what I did is, so we had all the chapters done, the first 164 pages. Uh, Somebody suggested that I do the 12 and 12, and I was like, okay, uh, well, let me just, uh, I'm going to stick with this, and, you know, we'll see about the 12 and 12, because this was a lot. One step at a time, Monica. Oh, oh, that's right. Yes, hold on a second. Let me turn my will over. Let me take a third step. Whoosh. Oh, I just threw it over. I gave it to God. Okay, I'm all better now. All right. So, um, I, uh, then, then I had uh, a young uh, a film student graduate who's working with me now on the film pull out everything that Julie did uh, in sentences. So she pulled them out as full sentences, and then we made all the words religion, God, uh, miracles, all the stuff. Uh, much bigger, uh, at least I think we've made it twice the size of all the other things So when this stuff goes up on the screen. So I'm going to just start, Laura, with Chapter 1. This is Bill's story. Okay, and I'm going to just go straight through it, so bear with me. 
I've got religion. They had told of a simple religious idea. Um, I had always believed in a power greater than myself. I simply had to believe in a spirit of the universe. To Christ, I conceded the certainty of a great man, not too closely followed by those who claimed him. Um, But my friend sat before me, and he made the point-blank declaration that God had done for him what he could not do for himself. It began to look as though religious people were right after all. My ideas about miracles, here sat a miracle directly across the kitchen table. The word God still aroused a certain antipathy. I could go on for for such conceptions as, oh, wait, you're going to love this one. I never noticed this one, Laura, before I did this work. Okay, here it goes again. The sentence says, Mm -hmm. I could go for such conceptions as creative intelligence, universal mind or spirit of nature, but I resisted the thought of the czars of the heavens, however his sway might be. Why don't you choose your... (laughs) I'm only halfway through. It's, I know, no, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. Like, seriously, you can read the Torah. You can read the fucking what, Quran, and it doesn't sound that fundamental. I swear, I swear to God it doesn't. You, you know, uh, you, I mean, even the Bible, it doesn't, it's not that fundamental. It's like fables and traditions and stories, and it's really cool. You know, this is because really what it is is to know God is to know love. And to well, know I, love I, is, yeah. is to know yourself, and is to know yourself. So what they're doing is, it's not it's not to know Bill fucking Wilson, and that's what this religion is all about. Is it's to get to know Bill Wilson and give him this status of guru, without even realizing that that's what you're doing. It's a light. It's the, it is like like the perfect storm. It is the perfect cult religion. It will get you, and it will never let you go, and it will never die because there's not going to be any big time when a whole bunch of people are going to drink a bunch of Kool-Aid and lay down and die. Right, because he's gone now. So I think that's the, the, right. I mean, you know, Laura, I do think that's one thing that is strange about it, and other people who have left agree with this. That is a very odd thing: is that he isn't alive. Um, you know, many cults they are still alive. However, I mean, if you look at the Mormon religion, there's certainly a section of it that's a religion, and then there's aspects of it that are, you know, really, really crazy, where the sky came down from space, and they filled up some kind of a bullet, and... and Absolutely, and, and, no. All right, you know, with, with yeah. a, a time yeah, capsule, most, all this other most, stuff. Right, 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 right. But, okay, yeah, but I want to go on. But, no, hold most, on, hold on, most, Laura. Most Latter-day Saints... Wait, I'm hold sorry, on. I'm sorry, but i, I got to tell you this, though. Most Latter-day Saints, they know that that's all a stable, and it's a it's a fable like this can teach you something. This story can teach you something about who we are as a community. They don't really believe that should happen. Oh, anyway, I so see. Go ahead. Oh, I, I, oh, I didn't know that. I thought from big. I thought that they did believe yeah. that. So I was like, well, maybe. Uh, so oh, here's. Uh, so it goes on and says, um, thus I was convinced that God is concerned with us humans when we want Him. The real significance of my experience in the cathedral burst upon me. For a brief moment, I had needed and wanted God. There had been a humble willingness to have him with me, and he came. But soon, the sense of his presence had been blotted out by the worldly clamors, mostly those within myself. There I humbly offered myself to God, and then I understood him to do with me as he would. I placed myself unreservedly under his care and direction. I admitted for the first time that I was nothing, 
that without him I was lost. I ruthlessly yep. faced my sins and became willing to have my new found friend take them yep. away root and branch. The new God consciousness within, I would enter upon a new relationship with my creator. End of that paragraph. Your creator, a.k.a. Bill Wilson. And there's, there, there is one organized religion that I would say people should be weary of, and that's fundamental Christianity. And so anybody who tells you that, you know, I'm saved, and if you're not saved, you're going to hell, and they actually tell you that, um, this is a little bit of a problem. The rest of the religions, you know, and, and what this is based on, what is, it, what, what is AA based on? Fundamental Christianity. Well, it's based on the Oxford Movement. And the Oxford Movement was a religious organization, and they had some really scary beginnings and beliefs, you know, that uh, the more that I'm doing the history of AA, I mean, he didn't create the 12 steps. He took the six steps from, um, I don't know if my husband, I don't know if he's listening, but from, you know, anyway, the six steps, he took it from the Oxford Movement. He didn't make it up. Of course he did. And then he thought, okay, we have the 12, you know, the 12 uh, commandments or the 10 commandments, no, the 10 commandments, right? (laughs) <laughs> no, but he did. No, he did. He did. He plagiarized from the Oxford group. The Oxford group is a fundamental Christian group that Frank yes, Buckman started. Yes, it is started. totally, yeah. absolutely. And they felt that and sharing. And he and Buckman, yeah, but but Monica, he and Buckman butted heads, and Buckman kicked him out. So he took the the six steps of the Oxford group, which are admission of personal defeat, taking a personal inventory, confession of one's sins to another person. And number four, making amends to those one has harmed. Number five, helping others selflessly. <laughs> Number six, praying to God for guidance and the power to put these precepts into practice. And then he made up even more stuff to lead a person to believe that he, Bill Wilson, was God and is God. It doesn't matter if he's alive or dead. That's why it's the perfect cult, because it doesn't matter. That's one of the reasons why. It doesn't matter if he's alive or dead. Well, you know, I think that there's... Well, you know what, I think that there's a certain... Hold on a second, hold on. I think there's a group of people that are, like idolize him, right? And then there's this new young group of people that, you know, are forced in there by their parents or by a rehab. They're, they're not buying it. They try to read the book. I've heard this from people in their 20s. It was almost impossible to read, so they download yeah. it and listen to it on their iPod, right? But I do think that there is a very strong, I mean, I'm very upset, as well as you and many people, that when you get a ticket for drunk driving, that you would be sent to a religious pod, a layperson, unsafe pod of people, um, for a ticket in the United States where we have the First Amendment rights. So my focus yes. on the show is really shining the light on how religious this is, how this is still going on. And so I just want to say that after this first one, I have one more little sentence. It says, I must, but a belief in the power of God, so now they're telling a belief in the power of God, plus enough willingness, honesty, and humility to establish and maintain the new order of things. Ooh, kind of sounds like, uh, Tez, what's his name, Cheney? Dick Cheney had the new order of things? <laughs> we're, we're sounds, like, sounds like Jim Jones to me. Yeah, Jim Jones. We're the, let's get the Kool-Aid out. What flavor do you like? Cherry, grape, uh, orange? No, 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 no. Coffee and nicotine. Coffee and nicotine. Right, Coffee right. and nicotine so, every meeting. Yeah. And, and newcomer women he liked. Newcomer women. Uh, well, essential yeah. requirements. Uh, I must turn, listen to this, I must turn in all things to the Father of Light, Father of Light, who presides over, I mean, all of us. We should get the guy from The Wizard of Oz doing this piece, you know. I should get an actor. Um, God comes to most men gradually. 
but his impact on me was sudden and profound. Faith without oh works is dead. For if the alcoholic failed to perfect and enlarge his spiritual life throughout work and self-sacrifice for others, he could not survive the certain trials and low spots ahead. I guess he didn't know he would be taking acid 20 years later. Um, faith has to work 24 hours a day. In, see, know this whole part here. Faith, faith has to work 24 hours a day in and day out through us or we perish. <laughs> yeah. We do. We perish. Now, it, it, says, it says very specifically, Monica, faith, is, faith without works is dead, 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 dead. Do you know how many times, at least three times, have you read the doctor's opinion lately? At least three times they use the term phenomenon of craving mm-hmm. will set mm-hmm. in, that kind of thing, that fucking thing. And it's like, seriously, after six months, when you're not, when you're absent from any medication, any medication, any medication, okay? It, you, th- there's no such thing medically as a phenomenon of craving. There just isn't. There yeah. just, there just right. isn't. So, it, you know, and, and they repeat things in different ways like that, like death or, right. you know, your, right. your demise and all of that stuff. And what people right. don't realize is that they are mind you from the moment you walk yeah, in there. Yeah, it's really bad brainwashing. It's terrible. And and this is this is only chapter one, which is Bill's story, right, Laura? So it's only maybe yeah, right no, if yeah. people what, what what you know when people are gonna you know go to a book study or something. But in like so now I'm at the end of the chapter. Now these are all pulled out, and some are pulled out. It's this is not you know there's pages and pages of this crap. But then we go to the must. So he just told you that faith has to work 24 hours a day in and through us or we perish. So there's a very, nobody is always full of faith. Okay, then I, I told her to pull all the musts because the musts prove what a cult it is. And I think that, you know, to call oh, yeah. it a cult is one thing. But to see it, to see it, you know, a picture, a picture tells a thousand words, whatever that saying is, I think that's it. But when, you, when we see up on the screen, in the dark, in the oh, theater, yeah. wherever people are going to watch this, these words, then you can see that it's a cult. I don't ever oh have to say it. Someone else can say it because I do think it is a cult. But it's then this final thing, it goes, I must turn in all things, Laura, to the Father of Light who presides over all of us. <laughs> Faith has to work 20... Now he's saying it again. It has to, though. Faith has to work 24 hours a day in and through us or we perish. Okay, we're going to perish again. Perish. If we don't have faith. See, there it is Hello. Again, keep repeating the same shit over and over and over again, like the word powerless. They'll believe it. I, I don't think that a, a lawyer, this first page, has God 50 times and must twice. Okay? That's the end and of capitalized, chapter capitalized. And the G is always capitalized. And, and the H, when they further get into the book, him, you yes. know, as you understand him, it, him. the H right. becomes capitalized. They do right. it. They fuck you over. I mean, it's so brilliant. It really um, is. It's like if you were if you were doing if you were just studying cults, you know, it's a hundred years from now and you're studying cults. And AA is the fringe cult for really fucked up people in the basements of churches that go and nobody really pays any attention to them because they're just not right in the head and everybody realizes it in a hundred years, right? Because we're way yeah. past it. Oh, it's gonna be less than that. You know. Yeah. And the one thing the one thing that they did not anticipate was the internet. And mm. so the way that we are able to share this and the way that we're talking about this right now on the phone and people are be able to listen online, they, they would have those guys in 1935 and I don't know how long Wilson lived, but it was too long, um, would, have no, would have no concept of the Internet, right? So they had no idea that this, ever, that this could ever possibly happen 
I mean, it really is a brilliant cult, but if you were just doing a study on cults, this would be the one that you would go to the most in reference <laughs> for for how cults work really, really well. Monica, I swear to God, just the trailer of your film makes me so excited, just the trailer of your film, because you got people to talk about this just in the trailer in a way that it cannot be denied. And most, you know, there's not a lot of, like, heavy readers in our world anymore because we're really visual people. We're, we're used to looking at screens. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to read. It's fine. There are lots of other ways to learn. And one of the ways to learn is to watch documentary films. And this film mm-hmm. is going to fucking rock. You can tell from the trailer. The thing, that, the thing that's different in trailers and documentaries is if, it's, is if the trailer is good, you know the documentary is going to be even better. In a feature film, if the trailer is good, sometimes they tell you the whole story and you go see the movie and you're like, well, yeah, I already knew that was going to happen because they blew it in the right. trailer. Or the trailer, right, right. Whoever, whoever produced the trailer was better than the people who directed and produced the entire film. So the trailer's better than the film, right? But with documentaries, if the trailer's good, you know the documentary's going to be fucking awesome, and your trailer is already fucking awesome. So oh, I'm thank so you. Thank you. I have to thank Barry, Barry Rubinow, who, who did this last trailer. Thank you so much. I, I mean, I hope so. I'm in the last you know, two to four months of making this. And um, yeah. and I'm going to move on to the next chapter. Okay. Um, all right, so we're on, only on chapter two now, and it's There is a Solution, okay? Uh, um, of, necessi- of necessity, there will have to be a discussion of matters medical, psychiatric, social, and religious. There was nothing left for us to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. So uh, we have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed. We have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude toward life, toward our fellows, and toward God's universe. It's God's universe. Um, He has commenced to accomplish those things for us which we could not do for ourselves. Some of our alcoholic readers may think that they can do this without spiritual help hmm what those poor atheist suckers i guess they just can't get help laura those poor people who are and you know what i i was always a person of faith i was like you know a little girl going to church i was raised catholic i loved you know the years that i was catholic and all that stuff that went with it but i even in catholicism you had free will like in fact at the end of my years in aa laura it dawned on me when people started talking about making up like who god was and i was like first of all i knew from the beginning when i was 18 you can't make up who god is right (laughs) right it's god is not a doorknob no, you can't do that. But it, uh, so I'm no. sitting there, really, really feeling like AA is but like Monica, a wait, baseline. Monica, wait, why, why can't you do that? Why can't you? No, do that? no, you know I, wanna, I have to, I have because to go on with this train no, of thought. No, no, but Let just, me, yeah, finish, be, Laura, Laura, the universe, Laura, go ahead, Laura, go ahead. Go so ahead. <laughs> I'm sitting in a meeting and I'm thinking to myself, I'm in a spiritual wasteland. I have over 30 years of absence. I've been meditating and praying my whole life, and I started to listen to the women. and I thought you know what, there's nothing here for me. I need, I'm going to go and I'm going to find a real religion and I'm going to find mm-hmm. a spiritual master and I'm going to go to that person and begin to learn about something else beyond this, right? And yeah. then I thought to myself, well, you know, but even Catholicism, 
when they say, oh, well, you can't pray for anything. You have to ask God's will what you can pray for, this or that. And I said, no, that's right. well, wait a second, guys. In Catholicism, <laughs> you can pray for people who are dying, for people who are sick. You can pray to get a job. You can pray for your friend who's hurting over her lost boyfriend, right? Right, right. Now, uh, yeah. so, whoa, Blue. Um, what happened? <laughs> well, there's so many people coming and going in my house, and my dog is barking, and they're not telling him to stop barking, so we're just going to have to hear Blue bark in the background. Now that wow. I got that out, so you see, I know that you are somebody of faith. On the same the line of thought of a religion that you understand, uh, you know what? What do you want to put in here with this? What I just said. What would you say to that? Well, well, I would I would say that the reason why you can say who God is as long as <laughs> as long as you realize that what that what what God is is like I said before, love and the universe and our connections to each other and the the what really happens to us when we're no longer in these bodies is when we find out what God is. And it's, you know, really to know to know you and know yourself and be a part of the universe. It's not any one person with any one name. That's um that's a militia. <laughs> you know, that that's 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 like gangster warfare. That's not knowing God. So like, you know, what I know about this, what I know about this is that it's very dangerous, you know, to say, okay, well, you know, there's one way to do this and we're going to do it and, and we're going to help people to get faith healing for something that we're also calling a disease. So right. they're taking it, what, what they're doing is they're, they're taking something that is, is, it is physically happening to people, but it's not a disease, it's a disorder. And mm. they're making people dependent on their religion for their healing. And their healing is faith healing. And you know what's really funny is when they say, we're not allied with any sect, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are a failing, a failing, <laughs> a faith healing sect of Christianity. So they're, they're just lying about, about it, and it actually gives, you know, choices in, in, in how to find out what you are and how to find love in your life and how to really grow as a human being and how to reach your dreams. They're stopping people from actually doing that. And also they also what they've done, and it's documented over and over again, um, is they stopped medical advances in the treatment of... Yeah. And yeah, addictive disorders they have yeah. they stop them yeah. in many in many ways many it's, many ways we're gonna I'm gonna do yeah. another show about the, um, yeah I mean I had a guy on who was a doctor but I have recently found out since I had him on that they have if we had done the uh, a study real scientific studies like they've done for AIDS in the last thirty years and not had AA yeah. people in positions of doing uh, studies around alcohol and drug dependency and overuse and abuse or addiction whatever you want to call it. We would, ha- we would not even be here with AA because the problem that yeah. I have with this, even though I was a person of faith, is that if it's you know, um, a mental health issue for someone, it's a behavioral issue for another person, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that you should not be 
presenting in 2014 a book from 1935 that was never researched, mm-hmm. that was never vetted, that's got mm-hmm. so much religion in it, that has so much reference to God and being broken, and that you were born this way, and that you will never grow new legs, and that you're fucking, I mean, give me a break, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that this is bad stuff that, you know, whether you are a person, if you have, you know, a, the Jewish faith, and someone else is a Muslim, and someone else is a Christian, and I'm sort of a Buddhist blend Christian, that the fact is that for me leaving AA, that I have more compassion and understanding for people who have no faith now, for people who are atheists, because there are a huge amount of people who are into science these days who still might have a problem, and you that that this is controlling all of our media, that this all this talk about you know Philip B. Seymour Hoffman and all you know these people who have died recently, that you know yeah. this is faith healing 1935 that there are people who have a lot of time who are suffering with depression with maybe mm-hmm. a real mental illness right or yeah. with other oh, behaviors yeah. that you're told that you're you know that it's your fault yeah oh yeah what yeah, well, says it's your fault and you've got to pray right. it away if we would be praying away right. aids and send people to 12 step who had aids we would have millions and millions of people dead still. There would be no cure. There would be no cocktail. And there would be no – there's a wonderful drug that came out for, because of AIDS research that when, now when you get a cold, a viral cold, you can take the Tamiflu. And that was all because of AIDS research, real research. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Monica, I mean, you know, people used to die of polio in the plague. They're not fucking dying of that anymore because they've gotten right. medical advances. And what this is – what to say is like when you say when you say something like it has this book has so much religion in it. I go, mm, actually, it is a religion. It's its own special mind fuck religion, and it's an outright danger to religious freedom. Well, I'm going to go on and read. We're going to read chapter three. <laughs> All went well for a time, but he failed to enlarge his spiritual life. Fred would not believe himself an alcoholic much less accepted a spiritual remedy for his problem. Then they outlined the spiritual answer and program of action, which a hundred of them had followed successfully. Though I had been only a nominal churchman, the proposals were not intellectually hard to swallow. Quite as important was the discovery that spiritual principles would solve all my problems. Though Mm -hmm. not a religious person, I have profound respect for the spiritual approach in such cases as yours. If we are planning to stop drinking, there must be no reservation of any kind. Mm. Oh, really? Okay. So here we are again with somebody telling it, – it, very black and white. And I want to point this out because something I learned from SMART, SMART Recovery has a program called Craft for Families. And I bought mm. the booklet for SMART, the workbook, and then I bought the booklet for Craft for Families. And, you know, I'm the kind of person I'm always looking to grow and change. And so I started yeah. reading Craft. And what I noticed is they talk a lot about stop using black and white language, very hard yeah. language. Must is a really bad yep. word. It's, it's like a really bad word to be using to people like, well, you better or you must or you'll die or, you know, or there must be no reservation of any kind. Really? Like why? Like who, where did that come from? Like he just made the right. shit up that there must be no reservation or any lurking notion that someday we will be immune to alcohol. Why? Why not talk about that, you know, most people when they're young could actually do moderation if they tried. His defense must come from a higher power. Why? Who are you kidding? Like, what about the people who have no faith, who have a problem with alcohol or drug dependency? 
Yeah, well, because 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 as far as they were concerned, you know, anyone anyone who believed in their religion was actually, you know, going to be saved. I mean, that's why it is fundamental Christianity. You know, it's it's like if you you this this like you can't fail. Okay, you can't. You must not fail. You you know, it's it's such arrogance, and they chanted at every meeting. It works if you work. It is a is is a chant that makes it so that if it does not work for you. If this cult religion does not work for you, it's because you are what, Monica, constitutionally incapable of being honest with yourself. Yeah, right. And they, and they lead you to believe that, that if you don't do what they say that you have to do to live, you, you will be one of the unfortunates. One of the unfortunates. That's, I mean, how many times have you heard that? One of the unfortunates. Uh, and it's read at every meeting. It's read before every yeah. meeting like it's some yes, sort it of like prayer, like Our Father. Like uh, I mean, there are better prayers in the Catholic Church, you know. Oh, my God. They're, I mean, they're, yeah. No, I mean, really, seriously, there, there are lots of better prayers. But it, it really is a danger to, to, to religious program, religious freedom, this, um, this religion that claims not to be a religion. And people need to know. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it works for me then. If it's a cult, then it works for me. And, it, and it's like, okay, well, first of all, you're really angry. Um, and so that, you know, that happy, joyous, and free is not happening for you right now. But second of all, if, it, if, if you're so, if it's like, okay, so if you're so upset when people say the truth, you know, is it, 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 what you're doing is mm-hmm. you're, following Jim Jones, you're following Jim Jones around, okay? So, 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 okay, so get that, you know, get that, that that's what you're doing. And so go and do that. And then well, don't, 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 try to, don't try to recruit other people all the time, but they have to. It's, it's part of the religion. They have to save you. Well, they kind of call it a program instead of like you're using words that, you know, they don't use and, and they, they, they do that so that it kind of smooths so you can swallow it better. It's like taking some really bad medicine, but you put a little cherry syrup in there and you add a little sugar. <laughs> and all of a sudden yeah. when they spoon that shit down, you know, you think, oh, it, oh, this is not a cult. This is not so religious. But, you know, even back to this one line that it said in Chapter 3 about um, the discovery that spiritual principles would solve all my problems, but, but they didn't. They didn't. He was a very, very sick man. He was very, very sick in the, in, mentally and emotionally and began to use LSD after 20 years of abstinence yeah. because he was so clinically depressed. And I'm not saying that in a judgmental way like, oh, he took LSD so he wasn't abstinent, even though in today's, right. no, 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 you know, no, no, as we no, talked no. earlier, no. he would be considered yeah. that he was on a slip, but he did it because they yep. found, just like ayahuasca has helped people with heroin addiction in the Amazon, that yep. LSD was helping people who were severely alcoholic. Now, he wasn't drinking, Absolutely. supposedly, so I guess he wanted to uh, try something, which he tried it a lot until hippies started using it, and then they would, were afraid that it would tarnish the name of AA. So he was a womanizer, right. so he, that, those were not spiritual principles to take advantage <laughs> of women. He also made up that he had a company, which he didn't, and he sold stock, which would be called fraud today, and he sold stock men. of a company that didn't even exist. So, you know, yep. one, one side of the mouth saying one thing, the other side of the mouth saying another thing. And I'm saying this because I once idolized Bill Wilson. I was a very drinking Kool-Aid. If you saw my big book, how beat up it is, how underlined and highlighted, you would say, what happened? You know, Monica. And no, what no. Actually, actually, yeah. I wouldn't. Actually, actually, I wouldn't. I would say, 
You're a very intelligent person, and this is one powerful cult that takes all your power away. That's what I would say. Well, you know what? I think it's terrible that I wanted to hang around with a bunch of young, sober people. And in the beginning, when I you know, expressed um, that I couldn't take the first half of the first step because I wasn't powerless, because I had quit on my own, and I had quit mm-hmm. uh, different times pretty effortlessly when I was hitchhiking and different times in Colorado where I just said, I don't want to drink right now, and I wouldn't drink. Yeah. Um, that to someone to say, well, take what you like and leave the rest. But then as we get into it, and I get close to a year or something, they're like, well, you know, Laura, it, you know, Monica, if you don't really take that first half of that first step, you can never get the program. And I said, wait a minute, I already never. am abstinent. I'm not, you know, no, what are you talking about? What, what's the goal of this program? Isn't it to be abstinent? The, no, no, no. And it's not even, by the way, um, like I said before, you know, um, uh, I think I told you before that Stanton Peel has, has said something very intelligent recently about how the 12-step program has commandeered the word sober. Sober means not drunk. Right. That's it. That's it. That's all it means. Okay. Well, so I still have a, hard, mean, I have a hard time with that word, Laura, because it just reminds me of AA still. I know, I know, I know, and that's, that's my whole point. And by the way, this is one of the things I want to say is there's a book by Robert Warner called AA, How AA Steals Your Soul. He goes through every single step and exactly how, just what you described, Monica, after a certain point in the program, everything was okay. You know, you didn't feel like anybody's trying to force anything down your throat, and then they pulled a big switcheroo. And in this that's book, right. this book by Robert yep. Warner, it's so, they do it, and he tells you, he shows you exactly where they do it inside the step and exactly how they do it. It's such, it's such a great book. It's so much fun to read. One of the things that he taught me in the book is that, you know, when when they say, okay, they say that it's 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 um, it's a semantic deception that you must pray to God and you must have, get seek knowledge of His H capitalized will and strength to carry His will out for you, and then they say that God can mean anything you want it to mean, and then they slowly reveal after a careful attack on your your self-love and your love for yourself, that you must love God, capital G, and you must call him by name. Once you become, and it actually says this, I wrote this quote down, once you become better able to understand him, him with a capital H. Mm-hmm. And they do this, you know, over the course of the steps. They do this, they do this to people. And so you don't, the reason why people stay for a long time and then go, what the you know, when they wake up like you've described so many times, is because that's how they keep you there. It, it, I mean, it really is a brilliant way of manipulating people into believing in your religion. Um, it's, you know, it's so manipulative, but at the same time, it's like, it's almost impressive. <laughs> and Oh, and I wanted to say, too, something that you reminded me of. Um, a lot of people use uh, Mr. Charlie Sheen to uh, say, you know, that's somebody who's really like a real drug addict. You know, like Dr. Death Drew mm-hmm. will get on TV and say, you know, you know, that was one manic phase. Boy, he's, you know, he's going Yeah, down Charlie's blah, blah, great, blah, blah, though. Blah. They're so wrong about Charlie. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. So what, if, if you could imagine, okay, okay, so a lot of my clients, and you've already self-disclosed this, that, you know, that you, once you got out, there was a lot of program, deprogramming that needed to happen, and it's probably still happening because it takes a really long time. 
And that there was a lot of anger. And the thing about anger and resentment, you know how you can't have a normal feeling like anger and resentment? So when you realize what, what's been done to you and what you've allowed over the, over the years, and when you realize it more and more, you, you, you suddenly like all that anger that you weren't allowed to feel before, uh, before, you know, comes up and you direct it towards a program that's really mind-fucked you. And could you imagine being Charlie Sheen and having yeah. this happen? Okay, well, you're, you're, the you're, difference you're between, like, well, well, hold on, we only have, like, we have like five minutes left, so I want to just say this, okay. that for me, that wasn't true. So at 20 years ago or longer, I got into do rage work, I got a really good therapist who dealt with childhood good. issues, and I began to uh, do rage work and feel, and I went to meetings, and I said, this is bullshit, and uh, it, this is a normal, healthy emotion, and so I began to process and get angry and deal, have really healthy ways to deal with my right. anger. So that is not the case with me, and I actually I'm going to do a show how I began deprogramming a long, long time ago before I left AA. But I want to mm-hmm. just I want to do a little bit of this with so little time. This is the beginning of chapter four, where it says you may be suffering from an illness, which only a spiritual experience will conquer. To one who feels he is an atheist or agnostic, such an experience seems impossible. But to continue as it is, means disaster. Once again, the doom and gloom, right, he projects, especially if he is an alcoholic of the hopeless variety. To be doomed Mm -hmm. to an alcoholic death or to live on a spiritual basis are not always easy alternatives to face. But after a while, we had to face the fact that we must, once again, find a spiritual basis of life (laughs) or else... Yeah, he tells you, but cheer up, Laura. Okay, he says something like half of us thought we were atheists or agnostics, and we had to find a power by which we could live, and that had to be a power greater than ourselves. Well, that's exactly what this book is about. Its main object is to enable you to find not not its main object is not to help you stay sober and be abstinent. Its main is to enable you to find a power greater than yourself, which will solve your problem. Wow. See, and, and, for, and, and, and yes, and for me, I would take it even further. I would say its main purpose is to indoctrinate you into the religion known as Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, I know you like to use all those words, and, and they are true. But I think that the thing is, is that one has to, see, he was very sneaky, Laura. And see, mm-hmm. I think we have to use the same strategy that this Mr. Billy Bob used, which is you want to make it palatable to as many people as possible. And they will hear us so that if, in fact, I believe that it is, everything you're saying, it is religious. If I read the dictionary and, and then it fills that description, Alcoholics Anonymous, as it lives today. Yes, only, in fact, in a way, it, 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 it does and it doesn't because there is so much immoral activity going on in it with the exactly. predatory stuff, right? But that... This is something that has become so enmeshed in our culture, in our media, in our television and film, in our medicine, in our judicial system, in, the, in our government. It's on the freaking whitehouse.gov website is promoting AA, which I'm going to work hard on changing and get that off of there. You know, that yeah. it's really very, very entrenched, and I agree with you, and we, it needs to be undone. Yeah, well, you know, People can follow Jim Jones all they want. You know, they can. People can do whatever they want to do. Um, and there's, you know, that that's why, especially in the United States of America, we have a lot of freedoms. Although it has spread to other countries, but it's nothing like it is here. Even, even, you know, there's meetings, but it's nothing like it is here. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, it's very small. It's really and not. The numbers, it's, it's very, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's very small. The numbers are small. England, actually, interestingly enough, has, I think, more of a problem than any other country. But we are, the United States of America is especially fucked up when it comes to this program. It's not, it's United but States also, and Canada, you know, right, are the numbers where they combine yeah. us with Canada. Right now, we have 90 seconds left. So I want to yeah. uh, say to folks, you know what, it, it was a lot to cover, but I have somewhere to go tonight. <laughs> and I asked Laura last minute, which I'm so grateful. Thank you so, so much, Laura, for coming on and debating this uh, thing that we kind of, we really agree on. I want to just do one little <laughs> shout out. We have 60 seconds left. I'm going to be back next week. And the week after, we're going to have Lance Doty's on, who has written a great book. Uh, and. If anybody needs literature that they can give to the courts, I have great pamphlets so that you can't be forced to AA or NA. If you get a DUI, please contact me at makeasafer at gmail.com. And if you'd like a little postcard that says, are are 12 steps not working for you? Did you know that there are other options? And I have them on the back. I will send this to you free of charge if you contact me there. Again, at makeasafer at gmail.com. And if you've been harmed in any way, if you've been sexually harassed, if you've been 13-stepped, if you've been raped, if you've been assaulted, if you've been forced to go to AA, you can contact me, and I will come and be an advocate for you in any way possible. And again, I want to thank you. I'm Monica Richardson. Safe Recovery on Blog Talk Radio. Please share this everywhere. You can listen free on iTunes. And thank you again, Laura, and I'll see everybody again next week. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Monica. And everybody, go and You're see welcome, the trailer Laura. and contribute to her film. Oh, thanks, sweetie. Good night. Thank you. Okay, yes, bye. contribute if you can. Good night. Bye-bye. Contribute to the film. Bye. Bye.